bitch. Nah, I like you. Nah, I want you. Somebody's gonna have to give us some booty. And it's just that simple. Put some Zoloft in your ass. I just want everybody to know I just peed in a bottle. Peed in a bottle? If you took Fabuloso and injected it with acid. And injected it with acid. She's the porn star of the night. Welcome to Thickness. Do you wipe sitting or standing up? And the show. Diggle ain't for sale. You, you want uh, $20 a pop, baby. You know, if I had to boil that intro down to a thesis, it would be that somebody's going to have to give up some booty and it is just that fucking simple. Boom. Yep. Yep. I like that. I like that. And uh, you know what else I like, buddy? What? Black tie CB. Black tie. They've got some good shit, bro. They got the smokables. They got the consumables. They got mm-hmm. the edibles. The they got tinctures. the topicals. They got the tinctures. Yeah, my sister just bought a bunch of tincture, and she said it is strong. Yeah, good. They got the 600 milligram one, which is not even their strongest. They have some, like, really strong, really expensive stuff. I I forgot. Like, I heard it on, like, a podcast or something the other day, but, like, it totally clicked, and I wholeheartedly believe that I think uh, pretty soon, not, like, soon, soon, but, like, over the next generation, we're going to start seeing, like, high-dose CBD capsules instead of, like, aspirin and stuff. I believe it. Uh, and no more like Motrin and ibuprofen. Instead, it's going to be like crazy high CBD. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you could get like a thousand milligrams in a capsule and yeah. pop that bitch. Yeah. Like if you can get the price down on it enough that it would that it could happen, that would be tight. Which means if you're somebody who's into stocks, which is the whole trend now with people our age because of Reddit, <laughs> uh, get into some fucking CBD, some black tie CBD stock if that's publicly traded. It is not. <laughs> well... Someday, get into somebody, you know, they may get purchased by a huge company. Here's the thing, bro, because like their quality is just so good, yeah. That if that becomes the case, these guys would be contenders of people getting bought out by fucking Bayer, yeah. They definitely could. I mean, they have like because you know, Bayer is gonna want a piece of that, yeah. Constellation brands buy these companies, yeah. They're they're gonna be like, who's making the most fire, who's making the biggest noise, Mm -hmm. let's get money in their pockets and see what they're doing. So, fuck, dude, if. If black tie CBD becomes publicly traded, jump on that bitch because CBD is not going anywhere, people. You know what I definitely recommend getting into right now is the uh, the Delta 8 flowers. Yeah. Because So just so everybody knows, you, Delta 8 will show up on a drug test and you will fail your drug test. Okay. That being said, it is completely 100% legal yeah. in the United States at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's like the brother of Delta 9, which is what is illegal in by law. Yeah. You know, so you can get Delta 8 and get high as shit legally if you don't get drug tested and they sell some fucking fuego fuego at Black Tie. Yeah, that's the other thing, you know. If you've if you've been listening to this for a long time listening to these black guy black the black guy. the black guy <laughs> CBD uh ads uh and you've been thinking it's like, man, like I'm a stoner. I get really high. I don't really feel CBD. Hey, bro. You can get high here too. Mm-hmm. All right. And like you've seen the pictures. You've been curious enough to go on the website by now once. Their shit is fire. Yes. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's shit. They got dab wax. Anyway, use code <laughs> thick one for 10% off. Over here shopping. Uh, you use code thick one for 10% off. So uh, we have an announcement to make. Yeah. Uh, it is with a heavy heart that I must announce my departure from Thickness and the Shine. And th- this is the Shine talking. Yeah, because people can't seem to figure that out still. <laughs> you know, which every time somebody hears the show, they're like, which one are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man. 
Well, Life's taking some turns, uh, and I have to do what's best for me and my family and my career. Uh, but that being said, you know, it's not disappearing. Yes. The the show will continue this thickness because, you know, 200 episodes. You figured it out by now, I guess. But uh, I will continue the show. Uh, thickness in the Shine is not going to be ending. We're going to put these shows in a vault. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe somebody's going to hold on to a key. Maybe the key disappears. All right. But it's been a really fun ride. Yeah. So, you know, was, this was a damn dude, like 300 hours of content together. More than that. Yeah. I believe. Can we take, you're gonna do 185 times 1.5. Well, yeah. Plus you have the hangover crew. And so. then the hangover crew. So let's just say 205 times an hour and a half. So that would be like what? 300 and fucking 12. I don't know. I'm just throwing numbers out my asshole. If you were to do two. I'm bad at math, man. But yeah, it's like 300 hours. Yeah. It's like 300. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, and if you take into account. Uh, how many times we recorded an hour, but it didn't get recorded oh, yeah, <laughs> at yeah. the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First 20 episodes were all redos. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, uh, it's been a lot. So yeah, it's, man. It's been a wild ride. And there's been, there's been, uh, there's been eras of Thickness in the Shine. There has been. There was the Hangover Crew, the, the original, era, you know, the prehistoric, you know, this is like pre, pre-Christianity era. Yeah. You know Where what I'm If saying? you weren't there to to witness it while it was happening yeah. there was no record of it ever happening yeah it was that, like pre-written uh, language <laughs> yeah, yeah it was like hieroglyph- hieroglyphics or something like that on yeah. the wall somewhere and then there's uh the Drocknock era yes when we had with Jero, which was great shout out to Jero. yep you know there was a uh, he was the one that uh helped convince us to move from going a live radio show to actually just a podcast which is what we wanted to do in the beginning yeah but then he took the reins on that and helped that get going yeah and then uh then we did about 40 or 50 in my room mm-hmm. and that was fun man we had uh roland did the touch shotgun challenge that yep. nobody ever beat he we just, had uh that was back when we were trying to figure out who's okay to have as a guest yeah so we would always have friends because it would be on like a saturday night and and everybody's at the house drinking and then we would disappear in the bedroom to go record yeah and then people would always want to come listen yeah and, but they couldn't shut the fuck up and just listen and they were too close yeah yeah yeah. because yeah, the room was so small it's tiny yeah, yeah so they just they'd be trying to interject they'd be drunk you know, so it's like they wouldn't even understand. It's like getting heckled at a comedy club. Yeah, on your own <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we had the sweat casts in there because all summer, you know, there's no oh. air conditioning in there, and it was just 115 <laughs> degrees. We we're trying to figure out how to make the fucking mic work. It was so hot. Yeah, it was like the equipment was gonna break. Man, oh, the sweat cast. I think we had the three or four of those. Uh, the and, worst. And uh, and then we finally made it to here. We made it to the dojo. Where the quality stepped up quite a, a thousand bit. times. <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quality, production quality, and the quality of the show. I think yeah. uh, I think once we had other people sitting in the room to laugh at our at our bullshit that weren't trying to take over the show, it made it a lot funner. Yeah. To have like a little audience. Uh, and just so many sh- great guests. True. You know, and, a couple, and some shitty ones, too. And some really bad ones. <laughs> Can we rank? All right. So top three favorite guests. I would say uh, Sexy Jesus. Yeah, yeah, dude, and he posted some uh, crazy shit on Instagram today. Yeah, I have to show you. It was like a dungeon room where he was like fucking. Oh gosh. Uh, and and you know, more power to you, bud. But it was kind of crazy. Yeah, that's you know, hey, that's his thing. 
There was a, I think, uh, the Lord Almighty. Oh yeah, when he it was read, always very fun. He read us through, led us through meditation, and uh, had us try nicotine gum. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. And then we licked his salt lamp, and yeah. uh, that music video still has not been released. Yeah, and then I, <laughs> I guess for the fans, we'd have to throw in Mark. Oh yeah. yeah, well he was always a good guest. He was always a great laugh. You know what I'm saying? But. And then number one, worst guest. Hey, guess what? Sam Lund. Yep, Sam Lund. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Worst <laughs> <guest>. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about that to my girl the other day. Oh, uh, so funny. And then number two would be Julian. Oh, yeah. Julian no, he was, was definitely guest. second worst. And he welched on our bet. Yeah, and then he, he like went outside, like puked, and then fell into the building. We're yeah. sitting here recording, and we hear, dunk. It's and we're like, head. what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh man oh man and then yeah Travi P was great Mitch shout out to Mitch of course yeah, always coming on a show all the great episodes Kogo uh, King Bo- you know King Bob oh Lorenzo, yeah King Bob is always one of my favorites Alessandro was really fun to have on mm-hmm. for sure and uh, man yeah a lot of fun oh but, you know who else I really liked was uh, doing it with the Rednecks oh the Rednecks were great more recently yeah, yeah and yeah, Ethan yeah. honestly yeah oh and Ethan you know shout out to both of them actually I'm gonna be going on the Redneck Review next Friday nice uh, it's gonna be live on Facebook probably about 5.30 uh, Pacific time okay and I'm gonna be going on Ethan's Turn Left podcast here pretty soon as well but hey, guess what dude this guy broke his computer again for real I was talking to him yesterday so he this guy, Ethan from the Turn Left that we had on recently he he runs that whole show off of an iPad. Yeah. He's got like a spe- like a special wiring harness to run and he's live. He's so on wild. Facebook, <laughs> he's connected to a TV to project videos. He's got a live chat going. How do you even figure he's all recording that out? Audio. Off of iPad. Yeah, he's just so dude in Virginia that races U cars, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like uh but so he, I was talking to him yesterday and he was saying like, "Yeah, man, I got this new test top and I broke it." No. Or, or it's it? broken. I guess he bought one like used and like a uh, he says like most of the like he says when it works it works but other than that it's broken <laughs> so it's <laughs> well bud i hope you figure it out over there uh, yeah yeah so shout out to them guys turn left podcast and the yeah. uh the redneck review those guys were all really fun to talk to true but yeah we had a lot of fun man I and mean, we had some quiet guests shout out to logan I don't, uh, th- I don't know that he spoke. Who who was the who spoke the wait, least? Did we have Logan on the show? Exactly, exactly, bro. That's how little he spoke. I guess we did. Didn't <laughs> we, we had an episode with Tugboat, bro. He was I there. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, there was an episode where we had Travi P and he didn't speak. There was yeah. There was an episode with Anthony and he didn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I totally forgot that Logan came. He may have been top three worst. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Logan, dude. Uh, oh man, that was that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, you got any other big like highlight moments that you remember? We had a lot of fun, dude. Um, I think the introduction of the well, Florida think, segment. Honestly, one of my favorite moments of like my favorite like laughing moments of the show ever was something that I said. So yeah. I don't. I'm not can trying I, to be narcissistic. Can but, I take a guess? Yeah, is it when you were talking about Travis P's yeah, dad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just looks like the guy who uh, reads the dictionary from front to back and just doesn't retain any of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he just chooses not, not to, to use, use the it. information yeah. that he learned. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite roasts I've ever one had of, my of great all laughs. time. <laughs> oh man, we both cried on the show before. Did I think, we? Oh, we David. Uh, I think I cried uh, the first time I tried to really quit nicotine. Mm. And I was explaining like why it was so hard. Yeah, that was an episode in my room. That was like probably like episode fucking sixty. 
but like I remember I was uh I was trying to quit vaping and this is also when I first started losing weight yeah and I ended up going like I think it was like 50 miles a week uh running you were going through it at the time yeah I was going through I had I like disappeared for like a month because like holy shit dude that was that was hard I think I may have cried when David died on the I don't I don't remember I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know I, I think, did outside of the show. I think there. I know. Yeah, me too. But I think there was another time on the show too when you were describing when we were talking about something where you teared up. But yeah, I don't know. fuck, you know, a lot of emotions. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Yeah, we we won't talk about that one since we're putting all these things in a vault. <laughs> there was the alleged episode. There was the hundredth episode. Oh yeah, that was really good. Uh, for, if you got that one downloaded, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, man. Oh. Good shit. Good shit, man. Zima cast. Remember when we tried Zimas? Or when I tried oh, yeah. Zimas? Oh, yeah. Um, what was it? We tried some nasty shit that you brought from Thailand. Remember when like I, fart oh, chips or something like that? And then we tried uh, the hoisin duck sauce chips. Yeah, that's what it was. And uh, I brought my my finger and toenail collection. Yep. And, and that that started off a whim. The, oh, yeah. That was one of the best laughs I've had on the show as well. Yeah, because that one was great because that one continued. That was a running bit for like 100 fucking plus episodes <laughs> where you just mentioned that you were collecting them and then one day show up with a full bag. Yeah, my girl wanted me to continue the collection after that. Make art out of it. I chose not to. Do macaroni art. Like yeah. Just get like a like a black piece of uh, construction paper. We just glue my and fingernails then, to it. Yeah, you know, you make the drawing in glue and then you throw all the fingernails on the glue like macaroni art and shake the paper around. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's so gross, but also awesome. <laughs> I guess it depends on how you look at it. I mean, you're already keeping them. What's the difference between playing with them? Well, while we're being sentimental, uh, I say we jump into some RIPs. Oh, yeah, dude. There's been some good... You know what? It's messed up, but these were some good deaths for the last episode. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so first of all, RIP to fucking DMX. I am I am not a fan. Uh, yeah. I did not really I, I care. Saw, I saw you went on uh you went on Instagram and you already Shafir'd it. Yeah, well he 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 literally pled guilty to animal abuse. Was that DMX? Yes. Okay. Dog abuse, dude. I thought that was Michael Vick. Oh no, both of them have. Oh, okay. Um this he literally pled guilty to that. He's been involved in multiple like domestic abuse uh, domestic abuse suits and everything. And then on top of it, like obviously he was a famous artist so he was abusing drugs. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, he had so many w- children. He had like 17 children Whoa. from like 10 different women. Like Chief Keef. You know, I just feel like he wasn't that good of a dude. And I was never even that big of a fan of his music. And even if I was a fan of his music, I can yeah. separate the art from the person. Yeah. And I feel like he was not that great of a person. Yeah. You know what? I don't, I didn't really know any of that about him. Uh, and now I don't really feel as bad, <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, sometimes you learn that like, uh, yeah. when, like, uh, Michael Jackson. Tentacion. <laughs> like, I didn't really know anything about that guy. And then he died and everybody was sad. And then everybody started talking. They're like, yeah, no, he beat his pregnant girlfriend. You're like, yeah. Oh, am I supposed to still feel bad? I don't understand. Like, I didn't know this guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, everybody wants to be like, oh, I loved this guy because you loved his music. Yeah. And maybe it helped you through a tough time or you loved it when you're having a good time. But that doesn't mean that you have to love the guy. Like, he was yeah. a terrible guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Uh, I think maybe I, I guess it would have meant more or different if I was into his music. Like, yeah. uh, like for me when Juice World died, like if I would have found out that after that that Juice World was actually like absolutely terrible, I don't know that I would have felt any different. I think I would have felt really bad still because like, yeah. God damn, his music got me through some shit. He's still into it. Yeah. Still does today. 
He was just a great artist, you know, from head to toe. But he's like, better than DMX, in my opinion. Yeah, no, no way. Yeah, no way, DMX. Sorry, bro. But uh, <laughs> right, uh, let's do a little moment sounds for him. And uh, we, uh, we, you know, I, you know, we'll cut it right there. And we'll, we brought it down short. Yeah, yeah. That was that was quite a bit. I don't think he even deserved that long of a moment of no. silence. But I had to blow my nose. So. Mm. And know. then the other one. Do you know about the other one? Uh, it was another big name. Prince Philip. Oh, uh, what's going to happen to that island? I don't know. Remember what we discovered mean? there was that island off of Africa, that thing he's God, because he used oh, to show up on a boat every now and then? That's true. Yeah, Thomas, <laughs> Thomas, can you pull this up real quick? There was a, put in like island, Prince Philip, and God. And I, I'm pretty sure it's off of Africa, not Madagascar, but near Madagascar, where he's a, there was, he was the God. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Tana. Tana. Yeah, yeah. The other worst of them. But for... Uh, there we go. Part of Vanuatu. Okay. So a group believed him to be a god. Now they will greet his death with a ritual wailing and ceremonial dance. <laughs> oh, okay. Man, imagine that. Them so their <laughs> god just died. That so sucks. that's crazy. Rough for the Vanuatu. Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good for him, dude. He's got, look at this, this he's, wow. He was really is, was their god. I wonder why. I think he brought supplies once or twice. Huh, that's uh, enough to do it, huh? Uh, you know, if you're, <laughs> I guess if you're detached enough to where you've never even seen the boat that they fucking drove up on, yeah. I was, you know, when I was talking to my girl about this, uh, she made a good point. So he's married to the queen, right? Whoa, what? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't he be King Philip? That's what she said. Yeah. And I was like, Boom. But, but I started thinking about it. And I and I think it's the fact that he married into the royal family. So like, and plus that it's like a, they, it's a monarchy, not a, like a biarchy, even though it's technically not a monarchy because they don't actually play a role in politics. Yeah. But like the queen is the figurehead. And then it, it, there's not a queen and a king at the same time. Right. When has there ever been a queen and a king of England at the same time? They've all been married. I always thought, yeah, I guess I never thought, I never knew that. I always just thought, like, if you, to become a king, you had to marry a princess and then you guys became king and queen. I, don't I, know. Well, I think in, in fairy tales, yes. But yeah, like right well, that's now, what it all queen, fucking is, dude, because they're queen, not part of the. I mean, it is all a fairy tale to them, right? They're not part of anything. They don't do shit. Like exactly. They, but Queen Elizabeth has sons, right? Yeah. And one of them will be the king someday. But his wife isn't going to be the queen. She's going to be princess. Yes. For some reason. That doesn't... Yeah, but that just seems so... And they don't want to give her too much power. She's not one of the... I mean, she's just married in. She's not know? blood. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what but, I would say. Well, at the same but I don't give... Yeah. I mean, like you said, this is all made up bullshit because they're not even... Damn, so that means in our lifetime, because Queen of England's fucking probably getting up there. Oh, uh, yeah. That means in our lifetime, we're going to switch to a king of England again? I believe so. Does she? Is there no? There's no daughter to the Queen of England, like direct daughter. Uh, I believe I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's just the two sons. Okay. But I also oh no, there was Princess Diana, but she died. Oh. Right. She yeah. died in like the nineties, so yeah, she yeah. was the heir. And since Diana died, now Henry or whatever is the heir, or whatever his name is, Brandon. But which it, one is it? The one with that that hung out with Epstein, or the one that joined the military? It's the one with the with the terrible hair. Is that the one that joined the military? Yeah. I guess that's better than the Epstein one. Yeah. Don't want him ruling country. 
Well, I guess they don't have any power, though. Yeah, they don't do anything they're anyway. Like, they're they're like the people. furries of England. They're didn't like we, rich furries. <laughs> didn't we find out why they're so rich? It's just from... from the just, title alone, yeah. No, I thought it was because they own a bunch of uh, real estate from back in the day when they actually oh, did like, play a role. They're like McDonald's. Yeah. They just, yeah, they just got a lot of real estate all over the place, like Ted Turner. Pretty sure. Yeah. Oh. Can we look up what percentage of... Uh, the UK do do the does the royal family actually own? Because I bet you they own like something stupid, like eight percent of the UK's land is is owned by them. What percentage of the UK is owned by the, by royal, the royal family? family. One point four percent. That's impressive, man. That is a lot. Yeah, I feel. Imagine like only one point four percent of the United <laughs> States. That's a lot more land than England. Yeah, but I mean, it's still like. As far as ratios goes, it would be that the is same. pretty fucking crazy. Even yeah. even one point four percent of California, or one point four percent of I mean any state. Yeah, huge. can you look up like England next to America size wise, just so we can get an idea? It's pretty small. I'm pretty sure it's pretty small, right? Uh, but that's still <laughs> America. I think it's like a couple hours across from the top to the bottom. Oh, they don't have any fucking. There it is. Oh. oh. Okay, well, huh. you know, I mean, how much of that? Okay, see, I still and I feel so ignorant for this because we have some listeners of this that were uh, not in America. I don't, still don't really understand the difference between UK, England, Britain, United Kingdom. So England is a country. Land. Yeah. Uh, Ireland is a country. Scotland is a country. Wales is a country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're all collectively part of the United Kingdom. Okay, and then what's Great Britain? I don't think Great Britain's even a thing anymore. Oh. oh okay. I think Great Britain would have just been like minus Ireland, if I had to guess. Like Wales, English, England, and Ireland. What, what is Great Britain? Can we look up? We got a lot of Googling today. <laughs> yeah, what is, like we're learning, folks. The learning never ends. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay. Look, that first picture was kind of good, the actually. Yeah. So I think I was right. It's Yeah. It doesn't include... Okay, uh, so it just doesn't have the Republic of Ireland or Scotland. Yeah, it. the United Kingdom of Great Britain. And so it's, yeah, without Ireland. Uh, but it includes Northern Ireland. I oh, forgot so that. so fucking... Look at all this confusing Northern. Bullshit. Oh, I knew that Northern Ireland yeah. is part of the UK, but Ireland is not. See, this is why one of the sound bites I need from you for continuing on the show is you saying, figure it out. Because look at all these goddamn lines. Figure it out. I'm going to be... Sma- yeah, I'm going to be smashing the board when I see shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, damn, dude. But yeah, so I guess rest in peace to Prince Philip. Yeah. And we cut that one down a little longer than DMX, though. I mean, I never heard anything bad about Prince Philip. He's probably an all right. I don't know. Yeah. So does that mean he was just a regular that was able to convince the queen to to throw down? I suppose so. I You know, I did see pictures of my posted this on my Instagram story as well. Uh, he looked dead already. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's, he did. He did was not doing well. He was like 114 like years old. Wow. Images. Yeah. Look at the. Oh. Okay. Scroll down. Yeah. He looks like look that. Kind of looks like. A, look at that. Oh, he was not geez. doing well, man. Looks like Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. Anybody who didn't see this coming, shame on you. You know what? If you scroll up a little bit, Thomas, real quick on the right side there. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. I like that middle one right there. It's Freddy Krueger meets Sherlock Holmes with the trench coat and the top hat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he looks so nasty. Looks like a burn victim. Wow. Damn, dude. Yeah, he was... It was old, man. Good for him. Is that his wife? So is he was married to the Queen of England, right? Yeah. And was that just like he was like Oprah's win, uh, 
Stedford or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Like, How old is she? Damn, that picture is terrifying. That picture is terrifying. Every picture of him is still. Oh, no. <laughs> How like, old is the Queen of England? Oh, that one looks like Uncle Fester. I like that one. Oh, he's just lost. How old, how old is the Queen of England? Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth is probably like, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. 86. And what's the over under on years until she dies? Oh, well, I feel like. No, she's killing it, though. She's I feel 94. Like she's, oh, well, you know. I don't know. She's like Betty White. I feel like she's half immortal. You know, so she'll maybe make it to like 115. You know, it's up to Britain. We'll know how far Britain is with their medicine by how far <laughs> she makes it. Oh, so they were married. Uh, what does this mean? Despite loss of husband, uh, she will abdicate? What does that mean? Abdicate. I've never fucking seen that word before. With your hoity toity and your fucking tea and crumpets and fish and sticks and stuff. Advocate. I thought Abdicate? A, Abdi- what is Abdicate. Edward the Eighth was. Abdicate. Oh. Uh, renounce one's throne. Oh. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Dude, she's like, I'm not even doing this anymore. My man's dead. Fuck y'all. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, oh, the Queen man. of England might be calling it quits because old boy's gone. Yeah, also respect to Thomas for keeping searching through these pictures. Yeah, because every time I look back up at the screen, it's just a different one. <laughs> kind of looks like my grandpa, honestly. Oh, man, that one's a good one. I like that one. It looks like he's about to wink at you, but he doesn't have the energy. Yeah, he, he has a great sense of style, though. In every one of these pictures, he is dapper as shit. Oh, he's killing it, dude. Look at that man! Yeah, look at the one on the when she was wearing the yellow and he had the top hat. Yeah, bro, look at that monopoly. Um, yeah, he looks like the planter's peanut dude. <laughs> <laughs> skin, skin wines and everything. Anyway, yeah, I don't really care about those people either. Uh, yeah, I don't understand any of it, but at the same time, like, good for him though. That's got to be like as far as rolling the dice on which life you get in this world. He did good, pretty well. Good for fucking Prince Philip, bro. Good for. You. What do you think he did on daily basis? Because like he's not shit. Queen. Yeah, I don't know. Guy stuff. He had a train set, probably. Yeah, like a cool train. Oh my set. god. Yeah, look at that. Do you think he actually wow. fought in any wars, or was he just yeah. wearing all those medallions? No, I think I think he must have fought in the wars. I'd hope. I don't know. Yeah, no, he must have. He did have. The, okay, he was a military yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, he was. Okay. No, they wouldn't just have stolen valor like that just out in the open. Yeah, that would have been that would have been <laughs> well, myth busted so long ago. Yeah, that's true. It may not be illegal out there though. Is that him in the hearse? Oh no, that's just <laughs> that's on their way to Wendy's. I mean, oh, so that was this year then, huh? Oh, but he was ninety nine. Couldn't ju- they couldn't just make him to make him last to a hundred, huh? Come on, bro, give him some steroids and some meth or something. Keep that bad boy going for like another month. Yeah. Oh man. That one looks like he's going through hyperspace. <laughs> They're going 15 miles an hour. <laughs> anyway. This horse is too fast. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Prince Philip. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I had a, uh interesting delivery Kay. happen. Actually, it happened yesterday. Okay. That I definitely want to talk about. So, I go to these people's house. And because of COVID, we have this thing going on at Gergen Spoigles. Where we have like a piece of cardboard that we fold up that's about the size of a pizza box. Mm-hmm. We put that on the ground. We put the food on that shit. And then we knock on your door and we step back a couple feet. And then that way, like, you know, it's contactless. So I go to this people's house. I, I, I check the address a few times. 
because I'm knocking on the door and nobody's answering. So I'm like, whatever. I go back to my car real quick and I call the person because I'm just like, you know, maybe they're in the back or something like this shit happens. So I'm, I'm as the phone is ringing, the door opens and this Mexican lady comes out. She raises her hand up. And she says, thank you. And she gets the food and then she goes inside with it. Okay. So I'm like, cool, we're done. And uh, then I get in my car. I start it and my phone starts ringing. It's the person I just delivered to. So I'm like, all right, there's no way you're going to complain this fast. You're just going to call me and not the store. Like, this is wild. So it's a dude this time, and he's not Mexican for sure. And he goes, hey, man, where's my food? I'll let you guess. And uh, and I was like, hey, I just, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, uh, I just delivered your food. What are you talking about? And he's like, he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I just put your food on the door. And he's like, well, I'm looking at the door. I don't see it. And I was like, well. 1224 and he's like no dude it's twelve twenty. he starts going off on me bro apparently it's twelve twenty-eight, right so i'm uh, like oh no. shit i got the wrong address i look down at my leg and that's where i have the information for the delivery because we uh. get these little stickers and it says twelve twenty-four. not your and fault it also says that this guy ordered online okay so, so he, he put in it. yeah he fat fingered he, he put in his own address wrong and that's what i came back with i was like hey man did you order online and he's like yeah i was like I'm really sorry, but the address is wrong here. I delivered it to the address that was on the slip. And then as like we're talking, he comes out, and I'm like, I'm right here in my car. I would car. take off. I know, right? So I get out of my car. I'm not going to like fight the guy. I'm just because yeah. we're talking on the phone looking at each other. Yeah, might as well get out. Yeah, so I get out of my car. I show him the tag. And he's still mad at me, even though this is still clearly his fault. And, and you I, called him. Yeah, and I was like, look, man, like I can. And, and the fact that the lady opens the door while the phone's ringing, come on. Yeah, that's a fucking miracle. But uh, so I was like, hey, man, I'll go get you another one for free. Like, I'm going to be totally cool about this one and not even try to say this is your problem. And uh, and he goes, no, nah, man, just go over there and get my food. That's not how this works. And I was like, you want me to go over there, knock on the door and get your food? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right. So he follows me to the neighbor's house. He stands at the end of the driveway like a dad. Like, I just broke these people's window with a baseball. Jeez. And I stood there and waited way too long for this very confused Mexican lady to try to explain to her that that food was for this guy behind me who's well, pissed off. Why is she confused? I mean, if the food, she, didn't, she really, didn't order it. Yeah, she didn't, like, really speak any English, and she was older, so I would imagine she probably opened the door and thought somebody else in the house ordered, and because she doesn't really speak much English, she's not going to, like... Ask. try to ask yeah she just can be like okay this is for someone inside and takes it inside okay so then you know like i had to i had to give her like i had to like rub my tummy and be like you know like comida like it's important for the guy behind me and then she finally brought the food out and then like had a, she eaten any i don't know i didn't even check i just handed it right <laughs> to the guy I'd left that's crazy and no tip of course not you no. gave it to the wrong person john that's his fault but he's, oh, I he, know. The fact that it's his fault and he sunned me by making, like, following me and standing at the edge of the driveway as I apologize to get this food back. I would like, tell him that he can go knock on the door and get his pizza back. Yeah. I, I, can, I almost considered it. But I, the fact that I have, like, a newer boss is the only reason I didn't. But, like, I, I really wanted to just be like, dude, this is all you. Man. Like, because, like, 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 if you really look into the contents of that story. None of that's my fault. None at all. Not even kind of. You know, so it's just like that. But also, good for that guy. Like, straight up, like, no, go get my food back. I'm not waiting for you to make fresh food. I don't care if they spit in this one. That, <laughs> is that it. good for him? No. 
but also I, you know just <laughs> it's just it's a baller move I, it's I an alpha know. move it's an alpha move but it's real alpha it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. actually him, i don't even know if it's an, he was older so to him that probably meant a lot as an alpha <laughs> you know <laughs> that's why he's not a true alpha <laughs> yeah you know that's 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 alpha shit from the 50s yeah that's <laughs> yeah. 50s alpha that's crazy Oh yeah, man! Fucking, I figure that's a that's a fucking hell of a last delivery story for the show. For fuck, yeah, that guy was nuts. <laughs> I wish I had any crazy stories from from this week or from work. Yeah, anything interesting happened to you? How was uh, your week, bud? It was very stressful. A lot of lot of extra shit to do at work. Uh, I, I could tell by the arm hair that you've been very stressed. <laughs> Yo, I because it's, it's growing over thicker. your beautiful tattoo. Very yeah. thick. Yeah. Um. I I have been smoking my pipe a lot more. My oh tobacco yeah, pipe. let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've gotten better at it, and by that I mean like you're not fucking. Yeah, I, I think I get what you, you mean. You learn eventually how to like light the tobacco or pack the bowl in a way that like mm-hmm. like when you first start smoking it, like you damn near have to light it every time you want to puff. Yeah. But eventually, like I've gotten to the point now where I've kind of figured out how to pack it. And then, like, I can take a few puffs, like, have a conversation, and then put it back in my mouth a minute later and still puff. Like, it stays yeah. cherried, you yeah. know? And it tastes fucking great. I love it. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I remember um, when I worked at the hookah bar, like, I used to, I, I really got to understand, like, how to pack a bowl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't really just throw it in there. No. But at the actually, by the end of it, though, I would tell people when they would ask, like, how to pack a perfect bowl, I would just say, just throw it in there. Because I, fa- I found... That the most important thing when you're packing a bowl is to not overthink it. Yeah. You know, you don't want to pack it too tight because you're going to get too much air. If you pack not tight enough, it's going to be too much air and you're just going to burn through the whole thing. Yeah. So that's why I was always just, I was like, just grab a handful and throw it in that bitch. Don't pack it. Don't top it off. Don't shave it. Just fucking throw it in there. Yeah. I mean, I pack mine a little bit. Uh, Yeah. No, with the tobacco, with yours, it's probably since it's smaller. Also with the hookah, you have a coal going true so you don't have to necessarily keep a cherry right but that is fucking cool though i like that i, I was thinking about the other day like when i get the like you know the the future house one day hmm. i think i would have like a hookah yeah maybe one or two hookahs wait uh my girl has a hookah pull and we considered like uh hooking it up the other day yeah but um the shisha that she had was no good oh yeah it was super old yeah no, don't do that so i i was like oh we can go get more and we never did but hookah is enjoyable because you can just it can be there for like you know a couple hours at a time yeah plus it could be it's very social yeah you know what i'm saying you could pass it around you could you know you could have different hose tips yeah for coven true well even in general uh, people do that anyway yeah yeah Kind of at the at the hookah bar at least new people would, um, but honestly, like anybody who'd been there more than three times stopped using the mouth tips because yeah one it does it affects the draw a little bit, and two they just kind of gave up. I think they were just like you know what whatever everybody here's got is what I got let's go. You know what's weird too like how you said the hookah is social it's very social now this pipe this is a one man show yeah but that being said uh, I have already had people ask me to hit it yeah which is gross yeah i'm like dude i put this thing all the way in my mouth like i it rests under like i bite it to keep it in my mouth and my tongue touches it like no you're not gonna take a puff off this pipe yeah here's a social in a different way like here's a social like if you were at like a cigar bar yeah you know what i'm saying or you know what i'm saying like or like one-on-one 
and like they've got their own kind of thing. But yeah. Where hookahs, yeah, hookahs more like let's sit around this because we're inhaling so much crazy amounts of smoke. One person shouldn't be on this by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't that wild to think about that like how much you were smoking with a hookah? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I used to contemplate that at work sometimes. And I was wondering what I was doing to myself because this is this is the dumb shit that I would tell myself because remind you I was 18 when I worked there I'd be like oh there's nowhere near as much nicotine in this tobacco as there is in cigarettes but it contains 36 times more tar yeah 15 times more carbon dioxide yeah or well, carbon monoxide I know and 70% more nicotine than cigarette yeah yeah, yeah. but <laughs> by volume to like the one bowl I was like no this is the one bowl was like less than a pack and that was enough and for like if you smoked a pack a day then it kind of was like all right well this is better than smoking a pack a day which cigarette smokers will do yeah uh if they can afford it which they can they'll work their whole life around they'll affording figure it. it out uh which is weird too like the poorest people somehow still always have cigarettes maybe that's, that's why, they're why poor. they're the poorest people yeah um but yeah, I would sit there and just be like, oh, you know, it's not as bad as a pack of cigarettes, but I'd be smoking on for eight hours, ten hours. That's the thing. It's, have you're doing it for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I was like a circus attraction because I could blow smoke rings and like, uh, it was a very like, uh, you were like, we were waiters. So you would go around and you would like hit people's hookahs and, you know, make sure it's hitting right. So you would have to hit it yourself because you can't really have some other person hit it. So check this out. To gauge how well it's working. This is an interesting fact. Okay. So, hookah sessions typically last around an hour in length, which is an estimated 200 puffs per session, right? Okay. So, that's 200 puffs. Now, if you were going to puff 200 times off a cigarette, it would equal about 100 cigarettes worth. Wow. You know what's wrong about or not, this? Maybe not the, the 200 puffs, but the hour worth of just like constant puffing. You know what's incorrect about this? Huh? Is that a hookah session is definitely... Longer, fucking five or six times longer than an hour. Yeah, <laughs> like there's, I've never. The only people that would ever come in and be out in an hour, or people who weren't hookah smokers, you know, it was just be like eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds. Yeah, because it was like a nightclub. Because before, when we were eighteen, hookah was tobacco was still eighteen. It wasn't twenty one yet. Yeah. So between eighteen and twenty one. You go to hookah bars because that was nightclubs. We couldn't go to the club. We couldn't go to the bar. Yeah, and now. You have to be 21 to go to hookah bar. And, and why guess do what? that? You can business, go to the bar. Yeah, business fucking tanked. All of them. You start seeing them shut down left and right. Fucking Tyga came out or whatever came out that passed me the hookah song. And that yeah. that was the life and death of that <laughs> whole generation. Um, but I'm, it's been around as far as the Middle East uh, for so long, they don't even know where it came from. Really? Yeah. If you ask Middle Eastern people, uh, everybody will tell you something different. Some people think it was Egypt. Some people think it was Turkey. Some people think I'd it was Syria. I'd guess China if I had China. You. Okay, that's a possibility too. Because you know they were smoking in those opium dens. Yeah. And tobacco definitely grew in China. Yeah. Also, like Syria, because some of the Middle East has been around since the beginning of humans. You know, it could also be from like Afghanistan. Yeah. Up in those mountains, it they could got be all from kinds like, of stuff growing. It could be from the Ottoman fucking empire, honestly. Oh, the uh, Ottomans, dude. I got to get it was just Ottoman somewhere empire. in Iraq. <laughs> like, but, uh, yeah, so like the origin of hookah is almost lost because it's been around for so long. So like it was only a trend here in America for like a year or two, but that motherfucker, like they're smoking it all day. Dude, do you know it's still big in Europe? It is? Uh, when I was in Barcelona and mm -hmm. Ibiza and I would go to the clubs in the VIP booths of the clubs, yeah, uh, there were like on the table in the booths were hookahs. Nice. And people were sitting there smoking hookah at the club. 
I got a VIP for life at this shitty nightclub in SF called Club X hmm. because I worked at the hookah lounge. Oh, yeah? Because they started serving hookahs to the VIP booths, and they knew me because I was always going to raves in the same building. Yeah. Because the building would do this, right? It'd be like, Monday is, um, is like gay night. Tuesday is rave night wednesday is nightclub night thursday gay night again friday comedy night saturday nightclub again like yeah so it's like all these different people were kind of just splitting the rent on this venue to hold different or maybe it was one promotion but i think it was different people well it might have been a dude who owned the building and then he would you know had contracts with four or five different promoters yeah and like all the a lot of the staff was the same like all the security was the same yeah, uh, that was probably well. Then maybe it was one one promoter. Yeah, it might have been like one guy, and then like because we were friends with all the security and like a lot of the promoters and stuff. Uh, when they f- started doing hookahs, one of them invited me and my buddy to go out there uh, just to try it, and like so they set us up with a VIP booth. This is the first time I ever went to the nightclub. We went to the VIP booth. We're eighteen. Uh, my promoter buddy comes up, and this is the first time I've ever seen him with a shirt. Yeah, because I'm used to this guy as a raver. He was <laughs> his name was Russia, and okay. uh, and uh, shout out to Russia, bro. I fucking <laughs> love this guy. It was Russia and Trippy, and because uh, you know we we're ravers. And uh, what was your name? Uh, I think I was still going by Big J at the time. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And um, so Russia comes up to me. I've never seen him in a shirt because this guy's beautiful. He's got abs. He is Russian. He's just just God work of art person. And mm. uh, he's actually wearing a nice shirt. And he comes up to me. He's wearing a like a sash of drink tickets dope and he walks up and he puts the sash on me and so now we have drinks for the whole night you and, got more uh, than drinks for the night <laughs> yeah and like they gave us the booth and we smoked a hookah and then at the end like i got an email saying like you're you've been selected you get vip and whenever you come here you could just come in you come right in the front door it's who you know yeah and i never went again uh, they wonder if they're still open uh, it's probably is yeah I've never even heard of it. Club X? But to be honest with you, I've, I've only been... I went to one club in San Francisco once. It might have been called, like, The Basement. Yeah. Or The Roof. Or, I don't remember, but I'm not I'm not much of a club guy. I go on vacation. But I will say that this one time I went, I didn't have that great of a time inside, but getting in was fun. Yeah. Because we were... I was with a group. It was somebody's birthday, and Bobby was there. Okay. So me and Bobby are in line. And Bobby's got like a hat or I've got a hat on and Bobby, like both of us were dressed nice, you know, like he had like a sweater with like a, um, a collar shirt under it. So that, you know, like the collars coming out of the sweater and his, but his pants were like, they were by no means saggy. Like they were tighter jeans, like almost yeah. skinny jeans, but they were like maybe an inch below his uh, boxers line. Right. Which is style. But you can, you would never tell. Yeah. You could never fucking tell when you look at him. And so him and I get to the door. We're the last people in our group. And they're like, oh, sorry, sir, you can't come in. I'm like, why not? They're like, because you have a hat on. No hats allowed. I've had that happen, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, like, what if I take the hat off? They're like, no, it's too late. You can't come in. Wow. I'm like, seriously? So, and then they're like, oh, and you can't come in either to Bobby. And Bobby's like, what the, why not? And they're like, you're sagging your pants. And he's like, I'm not sagging my pants. And they like lifted up his shirt and you could see like a half inch of his underwear. Uh, and they're yeah. like, oh, no, you can't come in. You're sagging your pants. And I started like kind of raising my voice. Like I was getting upset. I'm like starting to yell at this bouncer because we've already been at the bar. You know, it's yeah, getting yeah. pretty late. 
And then next thing I hear my name from behind me and I'm like, what the hell? And I turn around and my buddy Norm is there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Norm, what's up? These guys won't let me in. He's like, hold on, I'll take care of it. Norm was like the lead bouncer there. Got us in the club. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at the guy on the way in. I'm like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> oh, man. Was that, uh, was that in, where was that? Walnut Creek? Uh, no, it was in, it was in San Francisco. Oh, okay. It, was, it may have been called the playground or I, I don't know what it was called. Okay. I've had, I've been lucky enough to like run into somebody I've known before as like the bouncer of the nightclub. Yeah. And that's always the best. But Especially I will say. when they're not going to let you in and then your boy gets you in, you yeah. know? I will say though, the most baller thing I've ever seen at a nightclub. And uh-huh. like, I have to preference this with another story. There was this dude named Sarge, and uh, well, I didn't know his real name. He was just this big Muslim fella, and uh, he would come into the hookah bar all the time. And uh, I know he's Muslim because we did Ramadan together, like one year. Okay. And uh, he would come in all the time in a brand new car, and it'd be like you know whatever that year, and then add cars. So, so he's leasing. Yeah, so it's like 2012. He's now today. He's in a 2012 Camaro. Okay. The next day he's gonna show up in a 2012 fucking Hellcat. And the oh. Next day he's gonna be in something else. Like for di- for di- by different days he's doing that. Yes, and oh, he's, so he's covered in money. Yeah, just head to toe. And one day, I'm at the same nightclub that I was just talking about, but it's a rave. Okay. And uh, I'm out in the um I'm in the cigarette line because I'm talking to my buddy who's a nightclub promoter because he was out there. Yeah. And uh, this guy pulls up. I'll never forget this. He pulls up. In the middle of the fucking street, San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, right in front of the door, brand new fucking Aston Martin, gets out, walks up to me, and he says, watch my car. Walks up to my buddy David, who's about 10 feet behind me, and he goes, watch him. And then he walked in the front door of the nightclub, dude. <laughs> That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't like that, dude. Though. He walked right, parked in the middle of the street, walked right into the nightclub. I think it's kind of cool that to like have it, the ability. It's a, it's a double-edged sword, I think, from your situation. For me, it was kind of terrifying because it's <laughs> like it's cool that like I know Sarge. Sarge trusts me to watch his car. Yeah, but then it's also like. I'm kind of Sarge's bitch now. Yeah. And no, I also left. I left, dude. I yeah. went back inside. And then also <laughs> now he's got to tell somebody else to watch me. Yeah. Which so is does funny he also. really trust me? You like, know? No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, dude. That bothers me. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I thought I didn't, dude. I, I literally I went back inside. You handed, even, to, you handed to your boy and said, watch this car. <laughs> he didn't he didn't give me the key. Oh, he, he didn't? No, he just walked like he just I think it was like almost like a fucking movie moment for him. Yeah. Like oh, he's like, Oh, I know these two young men right here from the hookah lounge. I'm about to <laughs> about to do the coolest shit they've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody stopped him on the way in. They knew him. They knew him. It's Sarge. God damn, dude. Sarge must have been doing some real shit too, because he's like we're talking about the streets blocked off. Like you can't yeah can't park there like and he just parked right in front of the fucking door i think at a certain point if your car is nice enough nobody's gonna say or do shit about it yeah and also do you once you get over like a hundred grand on a vehicle you're allowed to just take the street so yeah you can do certain things you can park wherever you want now do you think his name was sarge because he had like a middle eastern name like sargerian it could have been and, or is it sarge because everybody like he's like in charge it could have been sarge in charge maybe I, uh, it could have honestly been both because I did know people like that, that we would just, we would give them a short, well, they would present to us a shorter, easier way to say their name. Yeah. You know, like I had a friend like Anu and I have no idea what fucking Anu's name is today because it was a lot of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Anu was cool. You know yeah. What I'm I, I knew a dude named Obaidullah Rasuli and he went, we just called him Obai. Yeah. 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 
or Ob- Obi. Or a, lot of, a lot of Ali's and a lot of Muhammad's too. Yeah, we and I don't mean that. Mo. And I don't even mean that in a racist way. Like there was just a group that would be there every single day. Yeah, and three of them were named Muhammad, mm-hmm. and my boss was named Muhammad, and three of them were named Ali. I mean, dude, uh, Muhammad, and they were all great. Is a super popular name in the world. Yeah, also, it's one of the most. I think actually, it may now. be the number one. Yeah, it's up there. And Michael was number six for a while. It's gone down. There's a lot of Haydens, Aidens, Jadens, Bradens, Cadens. Yeah, uh, but you know what's the? Uh, oh yeah, so in high school, and this is not racist either. This is just a, the truth. In my graduating class, there were six people named Hardeep Singh. None of them were related to each other. I've seen that. Yeah, I worked with the, uh, these two guys, Gurdeep and Devinder Singh. Yeah. And they weren't related. They were actually even from different parts of India. Yeah, Singh is just super proud. Just like in Vietnam, you got a bunch of Nguyen's. Yeah. And then in America, it's like Johnson, Smith. Yeah, Smith. You know, everybody's, yeah. how many Johnsons, you know? Dude, so many so Dave many Smiths. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of those are Mormon. Yeah, that's the, for the, sure. The Smiths. Or just Dave's. Yeah. It's not David, but Dave. It's weird, too. Dave's being, a good Mormon name. It's weird for all three of us, I think. Because mm. we got a Michael, a John, and a Thomas. Yeah. Which are, you know, I guess our names match the era. Yeah. But how many other Michaels, Toms, and Jonas, uh, John, Toms, and John, and Toms, Johns, and Johns, Yeah, you know, like, there's a million of them. Yeah. It's the least. Dude. Okay, when you name your child... Like, obviously, there's the whole thing about you kind of want to name them after yourself or your parents or... Somebody that meant something to you. Right. But then at the same time, like, if their name isn't unique at all, what is the point? Yeah. But then if it's too unique, everybody shits on you. That's true. That's true. Or if it rhymes with something poor. I mean, look at what Elon Musk named his kid. Uh, uh, Ash... 12 Avenger X9 or something like that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's something fucking, it's like an algorithm. I don't remember. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, dude, I I think, uh, I do think that name means a little bit of something. Yeah. Like I I, I like to call the, you know, mentally handicapped people Billies. Why? Because I've never met Billy, a guy named Billy that wasn't a fucking idiot. (laughs) What about Uh, Belfield? (laughs) I never met Billy Belfield. Uh, oh, yeah, you thought he was dead. I thought he was dead, the fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> my, my only impression of Billy Belfield before this show was that he got sucked under an, a semi truck on an overpass one day while changing a car tire. <laughs> nope. So, so I don't He's know that alive guy. Alive and well with a child in Oregon. <laughs> good for him, dude. Shout out to He's Billy. Like managing some yeah. business, driving a motorcycle. Uh, yeah. Having yeah, a good yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know why it's always been so funny to me. Yeah, I, <laughs> me too. The fact that like I wholeheartedly believed it because I never met the he's guy. He's like, like weirdly a legend, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to anybody who's talked to Mel, he's a legend. Hey, don't worry, you'll meet him at my wedding. I'm sure. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell him the story. Yeah. I'm gonna tell him like, hey man, fun. you're alive. He's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. like, it doesn't matter. You're alive. You're alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I god. I can't believe you're alive. <laughs> Oh, that's going to be fun, dude. I like that. I like that. All right. So I guess we should uh, get into a Florida. Let's get into a Florida, man. The Uh, final Florida. This week, this week. week, Me being involved. Are you going to keep the Floridas going is the question. I don't know. You can do a Florida-based podcast. I could do a Florida. I could talk about Florida for an hour. No problem. Talk to this. It's incredibly long time. Yeah. You know? It is. This part is such a 
Son? There you go. See, I, I took my headphones off. I'm very uncomfortable today. Okay. I don't know why. Like, I just... Because like, your heart hurts. You don't want to do this. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things you where you, like, you're restless in your own body. Oh, okay. Because something's not right, so you just don't feel right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I have removed the pillows that I was sitting with, and I have removed the headset. Yeah. But you want to go first or you want to go last? Uh, I got a Florida. I think I only have one, so let me go first. Uh, right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Angry Turtle and... God damn it. What? Look at all these notes I have. Florida. All right. So there was this guy who is riding his motorcycle, and he blows a stop sign and almost hits a car. So he decides uh, to lay the bike down to avoid hitting the car, right? Mm. Now, what that doesn't do that's good is sends his 17-month-old stepdaughter that was in his lap flying across the intersection. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he, what? <laughs> this dude was riding a motorcycle with a 17-month-old child in his lap. And then chose to Lay the bike down. Out. Yeah, he chose to blow a stop sign and wipe out to not hit a car. God, Florida people. Yeah, man. so the kid's in uh, critical injuries, critical condition, of course. Man. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's getting all of the felonies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a straight to jail. Um, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> that's the most Florida shit. <laughs> to have it, yeah, to ride a motorcycle with a with a child in your lap. Yeah. Like, in 17 months, how old, like, for a kid that's a year, just under a year and a half, that's not a very big child. No. So, like, that's like hurling a football across the street, maybe a little bigger. I know. What, what kind of motorcycle, I wonder? Oh, I know. That'd be, whoa. Like, how what fast if it was, was he going? A, yeah, like, what if he was on, like... On like a ninja or something like one of like a Ducati or like one of those bikes where you like have to lean forward on it. Yeah, and then he's just squishing the baby between the gas tank and his chest. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh man, and that's a stepdaughter too. So Ooh, like, it's not even his. That, that relationship's over. Oh, that's over, dude. <laughs> yeah, did, she, did the baby live? Yeah, the baby's in critical condition oh as of God. right now. I think this was very recent. The the boy who lived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's the this child is basically the motorcycle Harry Potter. It really is the motorcycle of Harry Potter's. But you know who didn't make it was that judge who got hit with a hit and run in Florida like a day or two ago also. Oh, he didn't live? No, he didn't make it. Mm. That was a bummer. I saw that on the news. I didn't write it down, but I remember being like, "Ah, that sucks." Yeah. Whew. Well, mine's a lot less dark. Cool. Good. Um, this Let's is bring it back up. some guy named David Oren Humphlet. Another Dave. Uh, and apparently he's like this evangelical Christian guy, and he's in Florida, and he's really into snakes. Mm. And he's really into venomous snakes. Mm. And he has become famous on TikTok for, uh, for posting videos of him getting bit by venomous snakes. Okay. Oh, wait, is this that... This isn't the Australian guy that does that, right? No, this is a guy in Florida. This is another guy. Yeah. Okay. Florida man. I hope he dies. Um, well, see, here's the thing. Like, not I've, the Australian guy. This guy. This guy. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen these type of people before, and the weird thing is that they, like, they people that work with snakes for a living, the venomous snakes, like those, they'll, they'll do things where they slowly over time develop like develop a, like they allow themselves to be bitten or they inject themselves with venom from certain snakes in like yeah. different amounts like uh, almost like when you're trying to like cure an allergy how there's like you know a year worth of shots that you have to take to like build up the antibodies yeah they do that with the snake venom yes. and i have I, I would i would guess that he's probably done yeah that. he's probably been doing that for a long time so that's why he could survive the bites which is insane yeah but also i hope he dies yeah uh, i mean dude uh, first of all if i worked with snakes 
you would never be able to convince me to, oh, let's just inject you with a little bit of this venom. Yeah. Over and over and over. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, what what's going to make a huge defining difference in how I feel about this guy is whether mm. or not he's a scientist or just an asshole that likes snakes. Um, well, he's a herpetologist is what they call him. So I think he may Isn't that what Crystalia got in trouble for? Uh, I think that was pedophilia. Oh, hepophilia. Hep, what? Uh, that means you only like teenagers. That's ephebophilia. Oh, there's too many philias. Yeah, it is. So I think, also, yeah, I think he's actually... Get a different name for something that talks about children. Philia? Oh, look, there's no way this kid is a, is a scientist. Oh, no, he's a psycho. He's just a kid. It's, you know... He's fucking. He's bleeding from his lip because he got bit on the lip by this. Fucking stupid. Oh, he hangs out with iguanas. No, okay, so this is what it is, right? Uh, the difference. All right, so okay, so remember how I read that death book, and like I started to get really bummed right. out, so I had to put away the death book. Yeah. I finished the death book. Okay. I went back and I finished it, and it was really important that I finished it because there was a lot of good information at the end there that was important to have. Okay. You know, because it does kind of give you like the whole like. Hey, look, bro, like we get it. And now you get the gift of understanding that neurosis is normal. But you Mm -hmm. also have to understand that, like, there's no going back on this information. And that if you weren't the kind of person that can handle it, then that's not good. Yeah. And I I also decided I am the person that can handle it. Okay. So you went back to the book. Yeah. Because like, it's just like, I've always, I've never been like a man of God. Hmm. I've always been in question. So I am the kind of person that can read it. I think the person that can't read it is the person who is a man of God, a knight of God, as described in the book. Somebody Why? who's... Because I don't think you need to get put in your place in reality like that. I think you should be allowed to live in that reality that you've created for yourself. Well, does it in the book, it doesn't talk about necessarily the afterlife, right? Because nobody actually knows what's in the afterlife. Exactly. No, so it's, then what it's I talking think it's about. important to get put in your place in life. No, no, no. And then it'll, it'll, it'll... Honestly, if you're a man of God, it will probably... like. It will make you question your beliefs, and that, you either double down or you realize that maybe your beliefs are not right. And, and you always the, need to question yourself. But here's the problem: when you start questioning things on that level, you can drive yourself fucking crazy. I think if you if you can wholeheartedly put your hands down on God and believe He exists, then I envy you. I would never. I wouldn't say I wouldn't like that life, but I like that you can have that life for yourself because we're all trying to avoid dying by getting our own immortality in a way and if you're allowed to be freed of the anxiety of death by wholeheartedly believing in heaven then i think that's beautiful and i I love that well but then how do you how do you how would you think so where do i fall like in your opinion like if i explain the way i feel which is that i pray every morning Uh uh-huh i choose to believe in god but i am also i also am Skeptical? I'm open to the the ideas of everything. Yeah. So like, even I've heard all kinds of ideas. Yeah. But I choose to believe a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's well. I, some people would say I'm choosing to put blinders on. I don't know. Well, ask yourself this: Do you wholeheartedly, 100, percent you would bet everything that there's a heaven after this? If it's betting my life, like, all right, well, let's kill you and find out. No. Well then, then no. I would say that you don't. I would say that you don't fully believe I, but in I God. Hope, but I, no, but I hope there is. You I know? Hope, and I believe that. Here's the thing, bro. I hope there is too. And like, I I would hope that there is a God, and I would hope that there is an afterlife. Yeah, so I just, cover all your bases I while you're here. You yeah, know, let's I, get the prayers in, dog. I, I think know? it's better to just. I think it's better that like, if there is a God, he's not going to matter if you chose him 
over the others. I think what's going to matter is that you used your time wisely and you were good to the earth. He could be a he could be a very petty guy. He could be petty as fuck, yeah, dude. I would be. Like, be. Hey, look, if bro. I created all this shit, oh my, you better know my name, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better build me a pyramid. You know what I'm He's like, I tried to tell you I was real, but, but you chose to be yeah. a Hindu. Uh, you but, know? <laughs> but, but there are people who are hands down you cannot tell them any different that believe god heaven hell uh all of it and i think that that's beautiful and i wouldn't take that from them just because when you start questioning and you get away from that you get to deal with the anxiety that we are all given at birth because everybody has it just some people are much better with it and that has a lot to do with how you were raised with your genetics with you know the traumas the environment that you had growing up like some people are really good at repressing it and some people are going to deal with it and it's going to haunt them for their entire lives yeah it also explains you know how like today's new religion isn't scientology or mormonism but today's new religion is psychology because psychology has this weird like stigma that religion has that it's going to give you an answer yeah and it's going to cure you and realistically neither will give you the answer or cure you It'll give you a crutch. It'll give you something to walk on. It'll help you. But there's no amount of therapy or God that'll turn off the traumas in your head one day. No, only you could try and do that. So psychology is religion. And I fuck with that. Tough. But like, and like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I just think uh, if you can find a way to just give up on that and not be cursed with the thought of death, then more power to you. Yeah. And when I look at this kid who's getting bit on the face. Well, I forgot why we were talking with a about snake. this. <laughs> <laughs> I look at this kid getting bit on the face with a snake. And I think this kid is a psychopath because he probably doesn't believe in God, which means he's trying to find his own way of justifying his life. He's oh, they looking, said he's an evangelical Christian. Which is also fucking weird. Maybe he thinks maybe he's, he's like, doing hey, this look, for He's God. got my back, dude. Yeah. I ain't going nowhere. That's, I'll that, be all right. That could be another thing, too. But like... I think like when you start, when you give up God, you have to justify your life in your own way. You have to, and that's sad. You have to give a reason why you're here. You have to build your legacy. And for some people, your legacy is going to be a big art contribution to the world. For some people, your legacy is going to be building a financial legacy, uh, you know, dynasty for generations of your family to live on. For some people, their legacy was never missing a car payment. For some people, it was just raising a child. And not instilling any of their own traumas on them. Like everybody's getting it in a different way. And that's why everybody's unique. Because as long as you can find your way to immortality, then you'll be fine. You know? So, and like I see this kid and I'm just like, he's finding his way to immortality by trying to kill himself with a snake. (laughs) By the most mortal. He has no creative outlet. Like Like in the book they talk about like the difference between an artist and a psychopath, right? Mm-hmm. Because an artist and a psychopath is pretty much the same thing. The only difference is the creative outlet, right? So, like, a psycho takes in the world and it just kind of destroys them and they fight their own brain and they they spiral, right? And an artist takes in the world and they do the same thing, but then they spit it back out into a product and present it back into the earth. And the earth consumes it and they get their immortality for, con- like, contributing but they also get all the demons out of their head by putting them out. Yeah. So a psychopath doesn't have the creative outlet to get the demons out. So this kid's a fucking psychopath. Learn how to tell a joke or something. Stop, <laughs> <laughs> write a book, dude. Like pay your insurance bill. You fucking. I'm sure asshole. he is. Like, he's, he's making probably money off TikTok. Can you make money from TikTok? Yes. 
Yes, you definitely they can make money you? off TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know that you're going to make... I mean, if you had a lot of people, sure, you probably make a lot, but... Well, here's someone who probably made some money. Wow. Um, this is... Her name's Evelyn Miller. Uh, she's 30 years old. She worked for an escort. She worked as an escort for eight years. Wow, okay. Uh, and apparently, this is amazing because she has two petunias. Whoa. Dose um, tunes? She has dose. And apparently, she had one... For, she used one for pleasure and one for work. Uh, well, you she know. often has to use two tampons. Uh, she has simultaneous periods, uh, two pap smears. It's real deal. And She's uh, fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Covered in tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> She's bad, bro. Uh, <laughs> and that picture almost looks like she has four breastuses as well. I mean, she, you know, and she went the logical step by being an escort too, not a prostitute, but like you pay. You pay high money for a commodity like that. When you look like that, yeah, you don't. You're not walking the street. Yeah, porn can't even pay you enough. Like honestly, you have to start charging people like twenty grand for a night. Which there are escorts that do that. Are there really? Yeah. Did you ever listen to that old uh, Theo Vaughn podcast where he had an escort on? It was like years ago. Uh, I remember her. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was saying she was going out for like twenty grand a night, and not always Jeez. even, not even always fucking on twenty grand a night because they're an escort. How do you get to that point? I think you, because you can't just come right off the bat start charging that kind of money unless yeah. you know your goods are good. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get a lot of gifts and you get a lot of faults in in this life, and if uh, think about like a video game, you know, you have your stat meter. And you can have things like charisma and strength and athleticism and intelligence. And some people have no points on charisma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But all the points went on intelligence. So, like, they invent something and they make, they end up being millionaires or something. And then they still don't know how to talk to women or anything like that. So, all right. That's a that's an interesting concept because you're right. Like, Bill Gates is an very awkward, awkward weird, yeah. but brilliant, right? Bro, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Thomas, can... Oh, my God. Thomas, can you please look up a picture for us? Look up... Just type in Mark Zuckerberg and sunscreen. Tell me that this guy's getting ass on his own leg, you know, without the money. Yeah, sunscreen. Boom. Oh, no, Look at this guy, bro. (laughs) First of all, he's got... That's zinc oxide. That's not sunscreen, bro. He covered his face with zinc oxide. Well, first of all, Down syndrome ass. He's Man, got a, a fat dumper. dumper on him. He's got a dump truck. Look at that rump, dude. But that <laughs> look how shit he's got on his face. <laughs> looks like the dude from Star Trek. <laughs> See, this is the kind of guy that's going to spend twenty grand a night just to go have dinner with a really pretty escort. Yeah, he has a wife and kids. Man. I know, but like you know, but if that, he didn't, that kind of money. You know, so, he's got the kind of money. Yeah, that's so the point. he landed with all of his points. <laughs> on the smart on like the smarts the intelligence right this guy for sure i feel like i'm one of the people you know like when i create a video game character like when you start a new uh a new campaign and you're like all right you need to assign some points to your character and it's going to help you through you know and like the way you assign your points now could drastically change the route of that that you have to take through this story Uh of this video game because like you said, like if you put all your points into like your gift of gab and your intelligence, like you may be able to get through certain things for, by talking through it and choosing the right path instead of having to fight. Yeah, yeah. Or some people, some players are going to be like, well, fuck that. I'm, I want to, I, I want my fight. character to yeah, be yeah. big and strong. And, yeah, you know, yeah. and so fuck I talking. feel like I, like usually when I play those kind of games, I like evenly distribute uh, yeah. across all of them. 
Nice. And it kind of bites me in the ass because you never are able to really, like, unless you're focusing on one aspect of your character in the game, mm. you're never able to beat the baddest boss. You're going to have to go back to him eight times. Yeah. Or you're never, like, you can't get through by lying to certain people, mm -hmm. you know. And I feel like in life, I am that i have just evenly distributed points where i'm not great at anything but i'm not terrible at anything yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'll never be that rich i always yeah i don't think i'll ever be that rich either um i always feel like in video games i always just put my points on like damage yeah, oh, you're a bruiser. I'm such a shitty like I just run in and die. I just <laughs> leave <laughs> I am the modern day version of that dude. Any any game we play, like I have to either have be with a reviver or something because I'm going to die a lot. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do as much damage as possible. I'm going to run in there like I have a grenade strapped to my chest. And I'm going to die. But somebody, <laughs> somebody else is going to die with me, but I'm going to die. Well, <laughs> I feel like in video games, that's a fun way to live. Yeah. But in life, I feel like I got a lot more points on charisma. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm playing it opposite. I just wish, I kind of sometimes wish that it all went to intelligence. Yeah. Like I could deal with being completely socially awkward yeah. and not having a lot of friends and just, mm -hmm. you know, finding a passion and just being the best at it. Yeah. As long as you got like a close group, at least. Cause I don't even know what am I passionate about, dude? I don't think I'm even passionate about passion. Like You're I'm not passionate, passionate about, about business, I'm passionate about money. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But like, I just need to, I need to dive in. See, look how uncomfortable I am. I took my fucking slippers off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still got nice feet. Thanks dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, there was another thing in the book that I really loved, uh, and probably this will be the last like little lesson I pulled from it. Um, the best way to accept your death is to take your life how it is and accept no regrets. Mm. Which means just play the cards, dude. Live your life, and if you didn't do what you wanted, if you didn't achieve your dream, don't hold on to that. Well, it's your own fault, though. It is and it isn't. I mean, I think when you're going for something like 1%, like if I don't become the next George Carlin, it's not my fault. You know, that's like a crazy Mount Rushmore thing to become like true or if you like like if you don't become an anomaly Then you shouldn't uh, or an outlier then you shouldn't live life with regret over that But what would you uh, I think you should live life with regret if you didn't try? What would you be what would you settle for like if you for the comedy thing like if you're not George Carlin You're gonna mm -hmm. be like yeah, that's fine because like there's only one yeah, and it's becoming a George Carlin is crazy is less than one percent yeah you i mean know. we're talking about like if, if that level we're talking about over time there's been lenny bruce george carlin andrew dice clay kevin hart and then i mean i guess you could call bill burr and rogan because they do stadiums yeah and gabriel iglesias that's not a lot of fucking people so what would you uh, there was like eddie murphy would do stadiums what would you settle with like, like, I think I would be even if there's not a name to compare it to. Uh, I think uh, a career that I would be way more like I would be totally cool. Like I did it would be like Burt Kreischer's. He has enough to have a house. He has a family that he raised. He does theaters. He does theaters. He makes enough money. Like he's he makes he does great. But would you be satisfied doing clubs and never moving to theaters? But maybe doing, maybe not headlining a theater, but being like an opener at a theater, but you make your entire living doing stand-up. You don't have to worry about money, but you're not living in Beverly Hills. I think so. Know? Yeah. Because I think, uh, I think ever since we were little, like we were on the playground, I used to say like, this is stupid, right? Like we we're going to go to school until we're like 22. Then we're going to work until we're like 50 or 60. And then by the time we finally get to do what we want, we're going to sit there so old. 
that we don't want to do anything anymore. Because yeah. in my head, I was thinking about like, I'm not going to want to play kickball when I'm 70. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a child's thought. But uh, I still hold on to that today. You know, like I just think it's all so silly and such a waste. And the more I learn and like the deeper I get into like psychology and hallucinogenics and like the things that my eyes have been open to over this last four years, like uh, I just think it would be better to try your best and fail than it would be to not try at all. Right. Yeah. I just, uh, and uh, I feel like there was another point I was getting there, but I'm so stoned. I lost it. Halfway through the sentence. I don't, I don't know what my dream is, but I do know that I want to travel and see the world and I want to be able to eat all the best food, see all the things I want to see. And I I just remember the point was that I, I would, uh, I would rather be just enough to scrape by but got to do that doing exactly what I want as a comedian mm. than I would like rich, but I fucking hate everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's what bothers me. It was like the thought, like life is such a weird, unexplainable gift. When you look at it in the big picture where the earth is and like where the, we are in the universe and the timeline of the universe. And when you look at it, the microscopic level that we were that one egg and we were that one sperm, well, that's fucking crazy. Well, this whole thing so, is a simulation. Well, yeah. So it's just like it's, but overall, it's a gift. So, like, why waste it at all? Well, because you're not wasting it. There's you, necessities. It depends on what you want. You do need your necessities, right? You need money. You need food. You need at least some power. You should be able to take care of a family if you're a man. Uh, you know, or unless woman, you don't want to. Yeah, if you don't want to, that's, that's great too. It's your, what you want. It's your life to live. You know what I'm saying? But like. Like, you can't just say, I'm not doing any of it, because that's silly. You still have to play by some rules. But you don't have to play by the rules so hard that you make it to 80 and you're sitting in a nursing home going, well, what if I would have just tried? Right. You know? Like, what if I would have at least, you know, maybe I would have failed, but what if I would have tried? That's what bothers me. That's what scares me. That's the life that I think I would live with regret. Yeah. Now, if I made it to 40 and none of this worked and... I had to pick up some shit job I hated. That's still more fine than if I started that now. To me. Yeah. Just because, like, you know, my family, we were all poor growing up from generations of it. Like, I'm just like, I I just kind of want to, like, have a different story. You know what I'm saying? And, like, really just use it. Have fun with it. Because it's so weird that we get to be here. It is fucking weird. So weird. Uh, I don't know. I, I, some people would say that, like, I slave away, you know, you do, but you have a big goal. You understand the value of putting your time at the pedestal. Exactly. That's why I'm like, I feel like I'm working hard now to move forward, to like get the foundation that I need to build the dream that I have. Yes. Like there's kind of a game plan involved with it. And like, yeah, like there's an understanding that you need to sacrifice some time to better enjoy a much longer length of it. But then the question becomes, if you want to get deep about it, like you said, you know, you end up in a nursing home at 80 thinking like, what if, what if, what if, Yeah. you know, what if I sit here and I get complacent and I'm like, well, what I have in a, here is fine. I'm not, it's not worth taking any risks. Yeah. And I never actually buy apartment complexes or buy houses and flip them or I never actually start my own business. Mm-hmm. You know, then I just got caught in the fucking rat race. Yeah. So it's like, you got to keep your fucking, your eye on the prize. Got to have goals, man. And you know, you got to know 
when you got to be calculated and know when to pull the trigger and if you yeah. never pull that trigger then you just got lost in it and it yeah. wasn't worth it well that's why i respect your pursuit because i think a lot of people do get stuck in the rat race but i understand that you're going for something much bigger yeah like a lot of people when they get into it there is no kind of bigger goal yeah where you've always kind of had this idea of like almost the same like this is all bullshit but you also have this very great understanding of like but if i play my cards right i get to be in control of the bullshit exactly i get to be on the other side of it yeah yeah so i, I mean i totally get it i understand I the goal it. the main goal i think as long as you keep your eyes on it i think you'll be fine oh my eyes are not gonna leave it like yeah. I, I recognized something when i was in thailand and like i already had plans and goals but like it it became more real once I met people who were living abroad. Yeah. But they were running businesses yeah. in the States. But partying. From their laptop. Yeah, and they're yeah. partying. And I'm like, okay, so they set their life up in a way where they do minimal work. It can be done yeah. from a computer. They put the right people in place and built the right system so that this thing can kind of run autonomously while they check in on it and collect yeah. paychecks and they could do it anywhere in the fucking world which is actually a great way to do it because honestly you can go live in bali yeah. for you know, pennies on the dollar yeah and be making the same amount of yeah, money servants. as you would but living here yeah yeah you servants know? off american so if you wage. could figure out a way to do it and just not be here <laughs> you know that's sick my uh my nuclear option for like i'm giving up and want to disappear like mm. the a cool job that I think I could just take for life and be okay with. Huh. Like, let's say I gave up on comedy completely. Uh, bartender at a resort. Oh, yeah. To just live on the resort, just fucking chill bartender, just yes. talking to rich people. Yep. You know what and I'm girls. And, All the girls are yeah. going there. You're just living a party. You're supplying the party. Yeah. You know, and I think uh, I had so much fun working at the hookah bar that I know I have that in me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just think, like, that would be, like, the fun, like, plan D disappear to like a sandals in jamaica and go fucking yeah live in sandals making fucking bahama mamas why not i think it sounds dope honestly like it's yeah. fun as fuck. if you have enough to pay your bills no family like and you're just in paradise like party whatever yeah tight it seems like a really chill way to live life man oh yeah hell yeah especially you'll make enough you can start your own little bar over there the thing about bartenders is like you'll make enough like but they make a, they make a reasonably good amount of money. Yeah, that's like, the thing. It's like wherever you go, people are tipping. There's, there's always going to be wherever city you go, and there's always going to be a need for a bartender, mm -hmm. and they're always going to make some good fuck enough money to live in that city. And the more people drink, the more they're tipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then people who live in that area know what it's cost to live in that area, so they tip accordingly. Yeah, you know. So fuck, man. It's crazy. Yeah, a bartender would be a cool just like backup. Like, and if you can land a resort job, that'd be baller as fuck. Yeah. To live on a beach somewhere. I always thought if I was going to be a bartender, like, I would want to be in one of those, like, fancy kind of bars that, like, yes. feels like a, uh, almost feels like a speakeasy, but, it, like, you know that it's, like, rich people go there. Yeah. And then I would wear, I would wear, like, you know, slacks with, like, a tucked in, like, white uh shirt or whatever but then i would roll my sleeves up and have a mustache and like suspenders and like tattoos and then have like nice slick back hair yeah i'd be like that kind of guy that'd be fucking baller you know? yeah that would be fun pick up an irish accent somehow yeah, yeah. But, I, but the problem is i don't have hair just never break character <laughs> yeah but you I got the do, red beard you i could do, do the it. mustache yeah i think you have the you have the right facial hair for it Ooh, an ice bar dude Ooh, yeah look at that bar that's uh, tight was that uh, was the one above that an ice bar 
Yeah. Ooh. Have you ever been to one of those? No. They've got them in Vegas. So the, everything is ice. The cups are ice. The tables are ice. The it must fucking, be so expensive. The walls are ice. You buy, When you go in there, you you get a, a, a jacket and a big furry hat, and you could buy them or you could rent them. But I mean, how much like does the air conditioning cost? Like you're in a huge freezer, right? Yes. So it's got to be so expensive. So expensive, but it's Vegas bar. So I mean, so is the drinks. So, okay, that's yeah, what I was gonna ask. Yeah, pay four hundred dollars for a shot of Jack Daniels and Dude, a Coke. <laughs> I remember paying like forty five, fifty dollars plus tip for uh for a small glass of fucking Hennessy yes. in Ibiza, and I was like, Jesus Christ. I definitely remember yeah one time like getting my buddy like a shot of Patron Silver in Vegas, like one for him, for one for me. And then signing a check for like 50 bucks, like on the tab. Like, Jesus. what the fuck, dude? I've seen like, that one before the Peak Bar in Tokyo. That looks dope. Dude, I remember my first strip club experience. Yeah. I, I went with Tim. Thomas really likes this aquarium bar. It was bar. like this girl's birthday. He's <laughs> like, talk about the aquarium bar. It was like $36 <laughs> for a fucking, uh, for a Jaeger bomb. Fuck, dude. $36 for That's a Jaeger so bomb at the strip club. And like, I remember they gave me the bill. And because I, I was like, I'm, we're going to show up. I'm going to, we're going to have one drink. Um, we're gonna just make an appearance for this girl's birthday, and then we're gonna take off because I don't want to be there. It was a girl's birthday. It was a girl's birthday. She had a strip club. Was Dancing Bear like? Was this a guy strip club? No, or? it was women. Oh, oh okay. Um, and she's, she's just one of the guys, with, huh? Yeah, with a husband and child now. So, but uh, I remember getting the bill and going up to the bar and be like, "Hey, I think I got the wrong bill." And they like, "What'd you drink?" I was like, "Oh, um, Jaeger bomb." They're like, "No, this is this is correct." I was like, fuck, now I look like an extra asshole. Yeah, because now you look super cheap. Oh, that's what you right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just slick bag, like, taking I, your job seriously. Yeah, I, I have always thought, like, since we were, like, in high school, that, like, getting to wear a suit to work would also be dope. Yeah. Just because I like the feeling of dressing up like oh, that. Yeah. So it would be cool to, like, you know, have a job where you have to wear a fucking suit every day. Well, but then again, you know, there are so many jobs out there, like, if you work at Big Five. Yeah. Those guys have to wear like a, Dude, uh, a you don't have to wear a suit, but you have to wear like a tie yeah, and at, everything. At Safeway, I was a cart pusher. I had to wear a white button down and a tie. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I remember like I, I worked at Big Five for like two weeks. Yeah. And I remember like my first week on the job, I pull up right here at the Chevron to uh, get some gas so I can go over the hill to work. And I saw a friend of mine. He was like, damn, Snow, like, where are you working at? And yeah. I, he was like, why are you dressed up? I'm like, oh, I'm going to work. He's like, what the hell? Like, where are you work? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I sell shoes at Big Five. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I sell New Balances. <laughs> yeah, like it's cool when you get off work and you go to Safeway and everybody's like, "Oh, this guy must do something special." Yeah, that is interesting now because I shop at the Safeway where we're at now. Yeah, so every and that's right by our high school. So I'll pull up in like the Buick, and somebody hasn't seen me in a while, and they're like, "Oh man, that's a nice car, bro." Like, what do you do for work? I'm like, I deliver pizza. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like still, like I talked to you like eight years ago and you were delivering pizza. It's like yeah, same place. Yeah, I ain't going anywhere. It's also kind of weird for me just because, like, I feel maybe it's not the same anymore, but I feel like there was a stigma when we were younger that, like, the trades, like, oh, if, you, if you're in the people. trade, yeah, then you're an idiot. Yeah. You know, but now I think hopefully people realize that the trades are where, like, a ton of money is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, like, when I tell people what I do, it's it's not embarrassing, but it's also... You know, I don't know how proud of it I necessarily am. I'm proud of my position and what I've done and worked my way up to. And Hell it's yeah, allowed dude. me to drive a nice car and save a bunch of money, but... Like, yeah, from the outside being like, oh, I, I run a shit pipe cleaning company. It's yeah. like, all right, yeah, that doesn't sound great. But realistically, <laughs> yeah. with all the work you've done, it's like, oh, wait, no, yeah, no, that guy's doing great. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, doing pretty good. Well, I got a couple more current events. Um, yeah, well, how much time do we got? Speaking oh, of shit. jobs, we got a couple minutes. This there was a company. I may have brought this up already. Uh, there was a, some people in San Francisco who want to hire a nanny, and they put an ad out saying that they will give them a hundred thousand dollars salary and ten weeks of paid travel. I'll take care of your fucking kid, bro. What do you need <laughs> me to do? You want me to teach him Spanish? But you gotta, I'll learn Spanish and teach your fucking kid Spanish for hundred k a year. But you got to be experienced. They're going to get a bunch of ads, and then they're going to choose somebody who's like a lifelong nanny. Oh, you know what? I could botch a fucking resume. Who are you gonna yeah. Go? <laughs> hey, you, know, you guys are going to get phone calls asking if I wash your guys' kids, all right? And you're going to say yes. Yeah, and the answer is absolutely. Absolutely. He I taught, taught my kid Lithuanian, exactly. Italian. Yeah. I need you guys to pick different languages, too, so they think I'm really fucking out there. Yeah. 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 That's fucking... God damn. So that's a fun here. one. We've got Good this for one. whoever lands that job in reality. Like, holy shit. Well, nannies make quite a bit, bro. I know a girl but, who's but a also, nanny under the table, yeah, and they but, bought her a MacBook. Like, they helped geez. her buy her car. Like, she makes, like... You know, $1,500 a week cash under God the damn. table. Well, God damn, dude. Well, also, just like on top of that, 10 paid weeks of vacation. Yeah. That's that's well, a lot. That's a lot. That's more than I get. God, dude, I'm going to start watching kids or something in a, like a appropriate way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, it's also a good career that I think people could get into for not a lot of money if they don't have any skills or need to do something is bar- being a barber. Yeah. Like if you can uh if you can pay your way through I thought about barber that school too, yeah. and then just start your own little barbershop because if you start your own barbershop, you can rent out all the other chairs in there to other barbers. So they're paying yeah. you every month for the business that you started and like you secured the place and one of those chairs is yours and you're also cutting hair. Yeah. You know, you if you're doing twenty dollars a cut, you do three an hour, that's sixty dollars an hour. Did our barbershop ever come back? Oh yeah, they're open. Oh shit. Check, Fuck out, yeah, dude. check out the, sh- the chop shop on Pacheco Boulevard. I'm about Go to get check a cut. that shit out, dude. I miss Michael, man. Shout out to Michael. Yeah. He's and a good shout barber. out to Zach. And Zach and Cole. Yeah, the whole fucking crew over there at the chop shop, man. I gotta go. I need to, I need to go get a fucking I think schedule. Michael just got married. That's tremendous. Uh, anyway, so two more current events from me. All right. Uh, got giant four lizard, minutes. Giant lizard goes on supermarket sweep while the video goes viral. Did you <laughs> see this six foot long uh, lizard going in, the bar, in, in a supermarket in Thailand? No. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I did see this. Yeah. He went, for, he went straight for like the milk. Oops. I don't know why this video is not that, but. He went like right for like the front, like the dairy section. Pretty wild. Yeah. Was, I thought, yeah, I thought it was like a, uh, what is it, Komodo dragon? Yeah. It was like, yeah, one of those type of things. Yeah. yeah fucking Minotaur. Fucking <laughs> yeah. goddamn huge thing running around in the supermarket. I think it was terrifying, dude. Yeah. It was pretty wild. Yeah. Do you have current events? Uh, no, but we're, you know, we've only got four minutes. Anyway. All right. Then we'll touch on this one. So Nike, uh, released uh, the USPS Air Force One. Ooh. Um, which no. is like. Are these real? Because 21 Savages or whatever were fake and everybody got butthurt. Not um, 21 Savage. Well, Who's the new 21 Savage? The guy who made uh, the country song that went big, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. You see his Nike shoes that have human blood in them? Right. Those were not Nike, and Nike sued them. Oh, really? Yes. I did not know that. Oh, so are these official Nikes? I think these were official. Um, I'd rock. Those are kind of some ugly-ass shoes, though. But USPS is threatening to sue Nike. Fuck USPS. Uh, You're lucky you guys are even open. Yeah, so this what does this say? US, the sneaker is short apparel giant created a colorway inspired by the usps shipping brand and the mail service isn't too happy about it so they yeah they're claiming legal actions so that's silly bro but it doesn't does it say postal service on it 
Let's see this picture. Air Force One. No, oh, it just has like the priority label. of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, nowhere on it does it use their brand. And yeah. unless they have a trademark or a patent or something on their, like their. Would you write on that label? Or? No. Please. I wouldn't wear the shoes. Yeah, I think I they're either. ugly. They are pretty actually ugly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bummer. <laughs> Fuck the USPS still, though. Who are you guys suing people Dude, for? Dude, USPS is terrible. I don't even know like, how you guys are open. I use FedEx. I use UPS. DHL. Like, I just feel like anything else. USPS is so slow with everything. I'd rather mail something to China and back. I mean, they lose money every year. Yeah, dude. One time they broke a bong. Like, I, I shipped myself a bong, and then, like, it came just in pieces fragile stickers all over the fucking box yeah and i go down there to claim it and they pretty much just told me to go fuck myself yeah like they gave me a really hard time and then like they they tried to like they tried to put me through the ringer and i had all day i was like let's go bitch like let's go yeah. through the ringer like that was a 400 dollars bong let's go and by the end of it i finally was able to make my claim never heard anything back from him um you know i found out <sighs> something about fedex that bothered me so when you ship something They'll ask you like, oh, like what is it? What are you shipping or whatever? Because yeah. they're allowed to. It's a private company, and then you tell them, and then they'll say like, do you want to declare the value? Yeah. Now, when you declare the value, anything over X amount of dollars, they charge you per, like per a hundred dollars over that. Yeah. Right. Because of taxes or. I don't. I don't know what the thing is. And so the other day I was shipping something, and I and I asked, there this it's not insurance. No. They're just charging you more because they're shipping an important item. And nothing comes of it. If they break yeah. it or if they lose it, yeah, yeah, yeah. they just got over on you for an extra hundred bucks because you shipped a more expensive item. That's fucking wild. Yeah. I shipped out this little uh, pendant to the UK to get painted. Uh, and like, I remember when the guy, when I was doing it, the guy was like, make sure you write the worth was like $5. So we don't get, we both don't get like taxed heavy yeah, for exactly. shipping this. It's like, why? Why? Like I, I did it. I was like, I told it it was costume jewelry Yeah, and it was $5. Dude, yeah. there's so many stupid rules in That's the world. So, rule. thank you, everybody. I love you all. Fuck off for one last time, I guess. Wrap your car around a tree. Yeah, I hope you guys really just crash horribly. And don't unsubscribe. The show will go on. It's just going to be a little different now. And the code THICK1 will continue until Black Tie... Uh, Figures out we're out. saying it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, fuck it. Maybe we'll see. There might be a short intermission. We might miss a week or two, but uh, I will be back. Thickness and the Shine will go on. And uh, I fucking love you, man. This was great. Love you, dog. This is a lot of fun. Go ahead and hit the button, Thomas. Peace.